This message comes from NPR sponsor Bank of America. We're all shopping for essentials online these days. With the Bank of America Cash Rewards Credit Card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping essentials. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2020 Bank of America Corporation. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Stephen Thompson. It is New Music Friday. Every Friday, the world gets a great big batch of new albums, and every Friday, we play some of our favorites. For September 4th, we've got new music from Tricky, Lomelda, Bill Callahan, and more. But first up, we've got the rapper Big Sean. Big Sean's new album is called Detroit 2. Hey. Look at all the souls I say. Look at all the O's I made. Whoa. Same outfit a couple days. Yeah. Listen to Big Sean. Okay, praise nigga. This for my baby who coming over to bust it open. Who get an Uber but really deserve a dozen roses. Damn. Who got her hair done and didn't think I even noticed. She just happy she chosen. But she the one who chose me, that's what's more important. I give her more game than problems. She love high culture. Under unrealistic measures is the only way you can measure who's chosen. I realize my mind frame is too big for the portrait. That's why I'm steady trying to teach the whole hood corporate. All psychedelics while a psychic trying to read my fortune. But I don't know until much anything could be a torture yeah. she like you supposed to meet my parents you know that's important how narcissistic you think i am you think i did when i didn't you think i paid for everything and didn't pay attention like my head is as big as my name just tell a real nigga once baby never again and i put you and all my loved ones on like it's my only obligation i made all they solid wins a loud proclamation a little pressure and a lot of patience they tell me you amazing i say no god amazing Look at all the songs I That's Big Sean. The song we're hearing is Still I Rise from the new album Detroit 2. Joining us to talk about Big Sean is Tariq Moody of 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. He's the host of Rhythm Lab Radio and 88.9 After 9. Hey, Tariq. Hey, Steven. How you doing? I'm doing good. It's great to have you here. So this is Big Sean's fifth official album. He's also got a bunch of mixtapes and collaborations. He's topped Billboard charts. He's been streamed billions of times. He's worked with so many huge names in hip-hop and pop and R&B. Yes. But this album is technically a sequel to a mixtape Big Sean made in 2012 called Detroit. Uh, Tariq, tell us about Detroit 2. Basically, Detroit 2 it feels like a personal journal his returning back to where he was raised. And a funny story, this album, uh, I can relate to this album on so many levels mm-hmm. of his personal journey, his health, his depression, anxiety, but Detroit, he wanted to go back. He felt like, you know, when he was working on this, in an interview, he said, this reminded me of like the, the beat tapes that I used to make, mixtapes I make in Detroit. So, and the funny thing is like, most people don't realize, I lived in Detroit for a couple years mm-hmm. and I worked as an architect, and worked in the airport. So I got to see Detroit from uh, the perspective that most people don't see most people see Detroit they think of all this ruined porn but it's probably the most creative cities in the country like he went back to celebrate the music of Detroit which is black music of this country Motown which he even calls Motown a genre he wanted to celebrate like Jay Dilla Amp Fiddler who uh, Amp Fiddler if you don't know was a guitarist for George Clinton but also taught Jay Dilla how to make MPC But uh, yeah, Detroit, too, is just a celebration of where he grew up and a kind of a personal journey of his life. He talks about his health, his heart disease on um, one of the tracks, which actually I was uh, kind of diagnosed with uh, heart disease recently. Um, He talks about his health, depression. He talks about just life in general. 
uh, it's very few rap albums that I really like get into lyrically. Mm-hmm. Like again, I said before, many times like I'm a producer, music driven person, but this really spoke to me on different levels, especially you know dealing with what's going on in the world right now. Yeah. Detroit Two is really a, a perfect album to come out right now. Yeah, I mean, naturally, given the subject matter, there is like a little air of nostalgia to this record Mm -hmm. and a certain amount of introspection. You've got that gorgeous single, um, Deep Reverence, which is such a great song that's got Nipsey Hussle and kind of bringing in some of the the sadness around Nipsey Hussle's Mm -hmm. death. I think this is a great record. Yeah, the Nipsey Hussle and Big Sean, which they both have this similar kind of look on life and um, entrepreneur spirit. Big Sean believes in helping the community out yeah. and supporting the community, build their own wealth, just like what Nipsey Hussle said. So that, that comparison between Big Sean and Nipsey Hussle, like I, I felt that in that song. This is really a personal album that hits hard, especially for, I think, black people and black men. Like for me, like Zen, they bleep out. Was it basically a, a track about meditation? Even though the beat's kind of a little hard and all that, but it's like he's really self-reflecting on this album which it's it's rare to hear and showing his um his sensitivity his weaknesses on an album which you know hip-hop's all about the swagger right mm-hmm. there's swagger on it don't be wrong but there's also yeah. this side of him that most rappers would never put on a rap album especially at his caliber yeah there's a ton going on here it's a great record that's big sean his new album is detroit to Tariq, I'm going to have you stick around for our next album. This one is by the rapper Vritra. Vritra has a new album called Sonar. What's that from a new album called Sonar by Vritra? Uh, Vritra, formerly known as Pyramid Vritra, is a rapper and producer originally from Baton Rouge. He's known as an original member of Odd Future. Vritra's new album, Sonar, is heady stuff. It sets his raps against this swirl of samples and loops with bits of jazz and soul. I have to shout out the producer, Leon Silvers IV. He was born into this great musical family, and he seems to just draw on so much history with his work here. I love this record. Treek, tell me about it. Well, basically, it is derived from the L.A. beat scene. I mean, mm-hmm. even to the the the, <laughs> the length of the tracks, which is probably my only yeah. critique of like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting into the track. I'm like, yeah, this is great. And all of a sudden, what? It's a minute and nine seconds. Dude, like <laughs> I get the inspiration of the LA beat scene. I love Flying Lotus and all that and, and what was part of that scene. But that was more like critique. But again, it's like, I love LA. Like I'm originally from Atlanta and I see a lot of comparison from Atlanta and LA and I feel 
Southern California on this album. And like, mm-hmm. I feel Santa Monica, I feel Long Beach, I feel all that. When I ever go to LA, I'm like, this is the soundtrack of LA. And, they, and he definitely personified this on this new project, Sonar. Yeah, I, to me, I love, I mean, maybe it <laughs> speaks to my own attention deficit, but I love the way that these songs never overstay their welcome. I mean, you, you mentioned they're, they're short. I mean, 10 mm. of these 15 tracks are between one and two minutes yeah. long. And they, that, you know, obviously, like, given that, they can feel fragmented. But I was actually really struck by, I didn't feel like the songs felt incomplete. No, they didn't feel incomplete. It was just like, I wanted more. That made yeah. sense. But yeah, like, the whole story about uh, Vitra is really interesting because basically he kind of, I mean, he was a founding member of Odd Future. Yeah. But I was reading in a, a Billboard interview uh, a story that he had to leave before Odd Future kind of took off mm-hmm. because he got evicted with Matt, Matt Martians, who later joined the internet. Yeah. And he had to go back to Atlanta. So he missed all the opportunity. Right. And then, like, he went on this kind of different journey and path where he started his other project with Matt Martians and then Wilma Archer, who I kind of really got to know Vertra in that uh, Wilma Archer project, yeah. which was just fantastic as well. Yeah, that's a great record. Um, but it's, it's, his journey is also very interesting and his kind of path to where he is, I find it very fascinating. I think on this album, I think he found his, his place in music. Yeah, I think it's great. That is Sonar, the new album from the rapper Vritra. Thanks so much for joining us, Tariq. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks for having me. Let's go next to Tricky. Tricky is back with a new album called Fall to Pieces. Feel when I need you to go. Kills when I leave you alone. It chills me right to the bone. It's just me on the phone. Until we feel that we grow. Be still, just ask when we grow. You left me alone. I can see when I'm home from the depths of my despair. I can't wait to meet you there. I'll get back. From the depths of my despair. I can't wait to meet you there. I'll get back. Feel when I need you to go. Kills when I leave you alone It chills me right to the bone It's just me on the phone Until we feel that we grow Be still, just ask when we grow You left me alone I can see when I'm home In the depths of my despair I can't wait to meet you there I'll get back that's Chills Me to the Bone from Fall to Pieces, the new album by Tricky. Tricky was a founding member of the hugely influential group Massive Attack. And he's also had an amazing solo career that dates back 25 years. This is his 14th solo album, and it follows a time of intense turmoil in his life. His his daughter Maisie died last year, and he poured a lot of that pain into songs that face darkness head on. Joining me to talk about Tricky is John Morrison, host of Culture Cypher Radio on WXPN in Philadelphia. Hey, John. Hey, what's up, Stephen? It's great to have you. Uh, so, John, I was, I was struck by how lean and powerful this record is. It's 11 songs in 28 and a half minutes, uh, but it covers so much ground. Tell me about Fall to Pieces. Yeah, Fall to Pieces, uh, as you said in uh, the intro, this is the first record that Tricky made in the wake of his daughter passing away. 
and you know right off the bat it's a sad sad record yeah. but it it also has some really beautiful and even more so than uh probably anything in his catalog really optimistic and uplifting tones as well it feels like you know a person who's fighting for their sanity and and emotional stability you he takes us through all of these like uh really dark sad places but then there's also this uh thread that runs through it like this thing isn't gonna hold me down or or take me out of here yeah, it's it's weird that the juxtaposition of like a very raw pain, like he'll come on and, and really inject this this rawness. And at the same time, you know, Tricky, he's always worked with guest vocalists. And so you have these these beautiful vocal tracks. This record has a lot of performances by the Polish singer uh, Marta Zlakowska, mm-hmm. um, who comes in and gives it that kind of haunting trip hoppy beauty that Tricky is so known for. But he has a way of of undercutting that beauty in really striking ways. Yeah, the the chemistry between Tricky and Marta is really significant. Her presence on the record, she has this uh really clear, bright singing voice and it, it really cuts through some really like dark tones in the music and the production and it, it acts as a relief and a counterbalance uh, to Tricky, who is like, his voice, of course, is like so dark and textured. Yeah. But even the things that he's saying, he's talking about hurt and pain. A lot of this music is really repetitive in a way. And he'll he'll get into a phrase like like on the song Close Now. He's, he's just repeating, don't let it get you down. Don't let it get you down. And it's really like a, a mantra but then you also have a song like Fall Please, which is like this up-tempo, really like the closest thing I've ever heard Tricky doing to like dance music. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's it's constantly switching between real angst and despair and then these lighter moments. And he really does it in an interesting way throughout the record. Yeah, I think it's a really powerful record. That is tricky. His new album is Fall to Pieces. Thanks so much, John. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate it. Next up is Lomelda. Lomelda has a terrific new record called Hannah. I sent you the song from my hometown and Chicago and Atlanta sinking at the side.
That's Reach from Lomelda, whose new album is called Hannah. Now, Lomelda is a band, sort of, but it's mostly a moniker for singer-songwriter Hannah Reed. She picked the nonsense word Lomelda to represent her music. So calling her new album Hannah has a way of making the music a little bit more personal. It's taking ownership of these songs in a way and stripping away any kind of pretense. Here with me to talk about Lamelda is NPR Music's Marissa LaRusso. Hey, Marissa. Hey, Stephen. So, Marissa, tell me about this record. It's got really catchy stuff like the song we heard. There's also a lot of intense intimacy, and three of these songs actually have Hannah Reed's first name in their titles. Right. I Okay, I love Lamelda. I feel like there's such a like lovely, serene quality to her music, and it's very introspective, but yeah, like this song Reach, there's like a lot of groove and fun on this record too. Um, Hannah Reed plays drums on this record, which is not always something that's present in Lamelda's music. And, and even like as a musical point of reference, there's a song um, on the album called It's Lamelda, where she <laughs> yeah. name checks artists like Lo and Yola Tango and Frank Ocean and Frankie Cosmos. And I feel like that- She has impeccable taste. <laughs> truly. And, and I feel like all of those artists are kind of part of like a Lamelda extended family to me when I listen to this record. But I, I was reading about why she named the record Hannah. And she was saying how, you know, often we reach a point in our life where you think about the things that were given to you, and then you think about the things that you're actively choosing. And naming the record Hannah was her way of kind of actively choosing that name and giving it to herself. And I feel like you can hear that theme of like, taking responsibility or thinking deeply about your choices and how you make your choices all across this record. Yeah, I mean, I was just really struck listening to it just by the breadth of sound that she gets. Mm -hmm. I mean, she has that ability to rock out in this very, very uh, striking and catchy way. But man, when she dials it back, you just hang on her every word. She has such a such a commanding voice. Yeah, she really does. I um, saw her live once after she put out the record Thanks in 2017, and I kind of thought about the music as being kind of straightforward, simple music, and seeing her perform, I realized what a command she really has of the craft of her music, of, you know, how controlled her tone is, how great she is at guitar, Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like all of that really comes through on Hannah, too. Yeah, I was just... I just was so struck by her voice. I was, like I said, I was hanging on her every word. Mm -hmm. That is Hannah, the new album by Lamelda. Highly recommended. Thanks so much, Marissa. Thank you so much, Stephen. We still have a handful of other records that we want to play for New Music Friday. But first, let's take a quick break. This message comes from NPR sponsor BetterHelp, a truly affordable online counseling service. Fill out a questionnaire online and get matched with a licensed counselor best suited to your mental health needs. Whether it's depression, anxiety, or trauma, BetterHelp will help you overcome what stands in the way of your happiness. Learn more at BetterHelp.com and get 10% off your first month with promo code SONGS. BetterHelp. Get help anytime, anywhere. Support also comes from Little Passports, offering activity kits to keep kids engaged and expand their minds. Hands-on activities and games invite kids to explore the world and unpack the mysteries of science. They'll travel to countries like France, Brazil, and Egypt and build scientific wonders like a volcano, a submarine, and a solar-powered car, all from their kitchen table. More at littlepassports.com. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Stephen Thompson, and we are looking at the best new albums out on September 4th. For the second half of our show, I am joined by the great and good Ann Powers. Hi, Ann. Hello, Stephen. 
It's great to have you here. We are gonna kick off the second half of our show with Carolina Story. The band Carolina Story has a new album called Dandelion. They're crashing by along the highway All your colors magic rival in the sky I know you feel cast aside Unseen and stained I know it feels tragic Waiting in the by and by Let me count the ways Pluck the patterns just to see another day graceful little number is Wildflower from the band Carolina Story and their new album, Dandelion. So Anne, you brought this one to my attention. Uh, Carolina Story is the husband and wife duo of Ben and Emily Roberts. If the Newport Folk Festival had happened this year, I feel like Carolina Story would have been right at home. These songs are right in this kind of earnest, uplifting sweet spot, kind of somewhere between like the civil wars and the lone bellow. Tell me about it. It is such a heartwarming sound, isn't it, Stephen? And it's a heartwarming story, the story of Ben and Emily Roberts. Um, the pair met at college. Uh, they have a meet cute story that I'll share with you, which is that uh, Ben learned a bunch of songs by uh, Emily's favorite artist, Brandy Carlisle, to impress her, <laughs> which is so <laughs> sweet. I love it. And they have been performing and touring and just, you know, hitting the folk pavement for more than a decade before they even ever recorded anything. They finally, I won't say they gave up on their dream, but they modified their dreams when they had two kids. And Ben was teaching creative writing at a private school here in Nashville. They were sort of like, well, you know, music will be part of our life, but it won't be our life. Then things turned around for them. Uh, they were they were kind of rediscovered, and uh, since the mid 2010s, they've been working in the studio and and perfecting their sound. This is their second record, and the first one with which they worked with outside songwriters and with a producer who's perfectly matched for them. Paul Moak has worked with people like Ashley Monroe, Joy Williams, Caitlin Smith, and I think what. Ben and Emily have found working with Paul is a way to recalibrate their roots sound and bring out the pop elements in really positive and powerful ways. They're very inspired by Tom Petty. Of course, Tom Petty has a song called Wildflowers, which Carolina Story has also covered. But what I love about the production on that song that we heard is that Beatlesque beginning. You know what I mean, Stephen? There is a hearkening back to that moment in kind of late 60s pop where roots artists or country artists were really thinking about what they did in terms of a pop audience and, and connected to the Beatles and connected to a wider sonic palette. And that's what I feel throughout this record. This record to me is really full of like songs about hope and recovery and resilience. I mean, certainly themes 
you know, it's not the first artist to bring, to, to, to bring up those themes, but I, I did feel listening to it, like these songs are bound to speak to a lot of people in the fall of 2020 that we're kind of heading into. I, 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 this record really felt like comfort food to me in the best possible way. I, I have to lift the curtain here a little on the life of a music critic in Nashville. So some listeners out there might remember, I used to do a lot of interviews for World Cafe, the the great public radio program, World Cafe, here in Nashville. And I often worked in the studio on Music Row where Ben and Emily were making this record. I would see them in the hallways. They had their little baby. They were the nicest, sweetest, loveliest people. And I swear, Stephen, every time I saw them, I thought, please, whatever deity is out there, make their record good. <laughs> because you know how it is. This is how it is for us. I bet you've had this happen too, where oh, yeah. you see an artist in process and they are just the, the nicest, most earnest people. And you think, oh, when that record lands on my doorstep and it sucks, <laughs> uh, it's going to be really awkward. So thank you, Carolina Story. Thank you, Paul Moak. Thank you, everyone involved, for making a beautiful, uplifting record that I really hope finds a big audience for you, because otherwise, once this pandemic is over, we would have the awkwardest moment. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That is Carolina Story. Their new album is called Dandelion. So Carolina Story is Anne's new obsession. Next up is my new obsession, Theo Alexander. Theo Alexander has a new album called Animed Versions. Waiting from Theo Alexander from his new album, Animed Versions. As you can hear, Theo Alexander makes busy, hypnotic piano compositions uh, using a lot of tape loops and effects. He ends up with these wonderful, tuneful, enveloping pieces of music. And Animed Versions has an interesting story behind it. Theo Alexander had put out a few records, he'd written a bunch of piano music, and he decided he didn't really like any of it. So he decided to kind of tear it down and scuff it up a bit, age it and radically rework it. And what do you think? Well, I was curious about the word animated versions. I thought, well, is this something about anime, you know, versions of <laughs> anime soundtracks or something? But no, animated versions actually means critical remarks. So mm -hmm. the way that Theo Alexander plays with elements of, you know, prepared piano and using other effects, tape loops and stuff, it, it, it gives this music a kind of an internal 
monologue or dialogue with itself. You know what I mean, Stephen? I'm getting a little heady, I know. But yeah. there is a way that the tracks devolve and reconstruct themselves even as you're listening. But it's also like it really does help like kind of unlock channels in your brain listening to it. It's just the way the the patterns unfold to it. It's just interesting. Like Theo Alexander has said about this record, I'm, I'm going to quote him here. He said, this album was conceived as a response to my earlier piano music and my dissatisfaction with how it sounded. I knew that there were things in there I wanted to keep, but that they couldn't be salvaged without radical rewriting. These pieces are both a rejection and a reworking of my older music, and they have a bright, hard sound because this dialogue is often painful. And I thought that the, the reference to that bright, hard sound I, I thought was interesting because I I do hear that but at the same time I don't know man I just loved it I just found it really fully enveloping you know I love music that helps me kind of understand my thought processes better and you know as someone who's in therapy as someone who tries to meditate I'm very aware of my own internal critiques and and you know how my emotions are banging around inside my head I feel like this music really captures that I don't know what it brings up for me is not always uh, pleasant, but I'm thankful to him for for taking that risk with himself, with his own creative process and sharing it with us. Yeah, there's there's just a very fine line on this record between order and disorder. Yes, I I really, really dug it. That's Theo Alexander. His new album is called Animed Versions. We've got just a couple more albums to get to on this week's show. Let's do our lightning round now. This is our chance to list off some of the other records that we're recommending this week. Anne, why don't you kick us off? I know you got some good stuff. One of my favorite people in the Roots music world, Dirk Powell. He's a producer, multi-instrumentalist based in uh, the Bayou country of Louisiana has a new solo album called When I Wait For You with guests including his bestie Rihanna Giddens and Sarah and Sean Watkins and other people. It's quite a, a joyful and uh, wonderful release. I found this artist, her name's Emily Barker. Uh, she has a new record, one of many, called Dark Murmuration of Words. She's Australian. You might know her because she did the theme to Wallander, that BBC show. Mm -hmm. But this record, Dark Murmuration of Words, is one of the most literate and probing folk albums of the year. I really love it. Malian guitarist Afel Bokum has a new release called Linde, which is very notable. He played for many years with Ali Farka Touré, uh, Damon Alburn, and he have collaborated a lot. And Damon Alburn produced this new record from him, Afel Bokum. It's called Linde. Josiah Johnson, uh, former lead singer of The Head and the Heart, has his new solo record reflecting on sobriety, uh, a very positive and joyful record called Every Feeling on a Loop. One of my favorite bands of all time, Throwing Muses, back with the rock and roll, their first band album since 2013. That one is called Sun Racket. I know it's a long list this week. Yeah, no. <laughs> You're going to want them all. Um, here's a great discovery. Uh, it's by the New Moon Jelly Roll Freedom Rockers. That is a super group. Cody and Luther Dickinson of the North Mississippi All-Stars, Harmonica Wizard Charlie Musselwhite, the great bluesman Alvin Youngblood Hart, uh, Squirrel Nut Zippers veteran Jimbo Mathis, and the late Jim Dickinson, Cody and Luther's dad. They all get together for some sessions back in 2007 at uh, their studio in North Mississippi, the Zebra Ranch. And this is the first of two releases they'll be offering this year of those super sessions. 
Okay, here's a weird one. Diplo, the man who does it all in EDM music, has an ambient record that he previewed through the Calm app. So if you meditate with that app, you've already heard it. It's called MMXX. And finally, uh, Nashville country roots rock sweetheart India Ramey has a fine new independent release called Shallow Graves. Woo, that's a lot. I got a lot, too. Let's get to it. A few years back, we published a Tiny Desk concert with the English singer-songwriter Declan McKenna that ran soon after his 18th birthday. Now he's 21, and he's got a new album called Zeros. Uh, Declan McKenna's sound has really continued to expand. Uh, This record is kind of glammy and ambitious and really, really catchy. Again, that's called Zeros. Grant Lee Phillips, and I know you and I are both Grant Lee Phillips uh, uh, fans. Yes. Uh, he's been around a lot longer than Declan McKenna. He's been putting out music since uh, the late 80s. He spent the 90s in the terrific kind of cult band Grant Lee Buffalo. And for the last 20 years, Grant Lee Phillips has been putting out solo albums, and many of them are great. He's also popped up, of course, as the town troubadour on Gilmore Girls. Grant Lee Phillips' new 10th solo album is called Lightning, Show Us Your Stuff. It's a really nice, very low-key, very engaging record. The Nashville band All Them Witches really captures kind of the arty, searching, sweeping quality of classic rock bands like Pink Floyd or even like the Moody Blues. If that's your thing, these guys do it really, really well. Their new album is called Nothing as the Ideal. Uh, The Canadian singer-songwriter Hannah Georges has a beautiful new album full of bright and shimmery guitar lines and really sweet, soothing harmonies. That's called All That Emotion. It's produced by the Nationals' Aaron Dessner, who is having himself some kind of year. And finally, the singer Laura Stevenson is one of my favorites. If you haven't seen her Tiny Desk concert with String Section from earlier this year, please check it out. She put out a great album back in 2011 called Sit Resist. It's been out of print. It's getting a deluxe reissue today with a bunch of demos and bonus tracks and liner notes by Lucy Dacus and Julian Baker. If you are a fan of Lucy Dacus and Julian Baker, that is a hint you will love Laura Stevenson. So next up, Anne, we've got a new album by Bill Callahan. Bill Callahan has a new one called Gold Record. I travel. I sing. I notice when people notice things. As I wander through the rooms of the world, love archives me the clarion call can get trapped in a horn in a case beneath the bed. Dove I've led And Paul rode Horses on these roads Writing the letters in his head That's As I Wander from Bill Callahan. His new album is called Gold Record. He's been releasing a track a week from this record for the last couple months. And As I Wander completes the set. Now it is all uh, finally 
officially out. A little more than a year ago, Bill Callahan released what was then his first album in six years. That was an epic called Shepherd in a Sheepskin Vest, uh, full of sly, smart, really beautiful songs about marriage and contentment. Uh, Gold Record is a pretty quick follow-up. I will admit, Anne, I did not see coming. I think this Bill Callahan record, first I'll just say, it's his 21st album. And he's figured a few Mm -hmm. things out since, you know, 1990 or whenever he released his first album under the name Smog. Uh, He's figured out some things in life. And as a songwriter, I think, you know, Callahan used to be known as uh, I'm not going to mince words. People would call him a jerk. They would say in reviews, Bill (laughs) Callahan seems like a jerk. He wrote songs that verged on even, frankly, misogyny about really dark characters. But he has evolved as a human and become, I think, to use a kind of corny word, empathetic in different ways. And now he is writing these very beautiful character studies. And that's what this album abounds with. You know, there are songs about the self, like the one we heard, and sort of contemplating his place in life. And then there are songs about his neighbors who lost a son who want to take him in as a a kind of a surrogate son. There's a song about a limo driver picking up, you know, a couple after their wedding and the limo driver pondering his role in the world and in this new relationship, even if it's only momentary, beautiful little short stories. So I recommend this record as a complete listen, even if you have spent the past several weeks with each song Callahan has has released. It's amazing how comforting that music has gotten as he's found more peace and perspective in his life. And I really, I really appreciate that in, in 2020. That is Gold Record, a new album by Bill Callahan. Now, before we go, we wanted to share a cut from a new tribute album that's out today. It's a double album called Angel Headed Hipster, the songs of Mark Bolin and T-Rex. Were you dirty and sweet, glad and back, don't look back, hey, I love you. You dirty and sweet, oh yeah. Were you slim and you weak, you got the teeth of a hydra upon you. You dirty, sweet, and you're my girl. Get it on, bang the gong, get it on. So a few of the ingredients you just heard are going to sound familiar. That is probably T-Rex's best-known song, Bang a Gong, Get It On, as performed by a little band called U2 with special guest Elton John. Uh, The artists on this record, it's a wild lineup, not only U2 and Elton John, but Lucinda Williams, Nick Cave, Kesha, Joan Jett, Father John Misty, Sean Lennon, Julian Lennon, Beth Orton, Peaches, all over the place. And I know you wanted to say a few words about not only this record, but also the man who assembled it. Stephen Hal Wilner was uh, one of the first people in my world who fell victim to the horrible plague that's uh, ravaging our world and our nation. And it was such a great loss. You know, Hal's albums that he put together and uh, the, the shows he produced turned me on to some of the most significant artists in my life. He is a crucial figure in the history of late 20th century and early 21st century music, and that he was taken from us is a tragedy. Just as 
Mark Boland's early death in a car crash was a tragedy. So there is an undercurrent of grief to this release, but there is ultimately delight in the music, and it's a way to remember the importance of both Hal Wilner and Mark Bolin. It's a gift. That's Angel-Headed Hipster, the songs of Mark Bolin and T-Rex, assembled by a man who did so much to elevate the art of the tribute album, Hal Wilner. That'll do it for New Music Friday. Thanks so much for joining me, Anne. Thank you so much, Stephen. If you want to go back and hear all the music we featured on this week's show, along with a bunch of other great new music out today, we've got expanded playlists in Apple Music and Spotify. Search for NPR's New Music Friday playlist in either of those apps. And a reminder, be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter. It's put together by the wonderful Marissa LaRusso and Lindsay McKenna, both of whom know their stuff. To subscribe, go to npr.org slash music newsletter. You can also follow us on Twitter at NPR Music. You can find me at I Dislike Steven and Ann at Ann K. Powers. You can find our guest Tariq Moody at Hobo Architect, our guest John Morrison at John underscore Liberator, and our guest Marissa LaRusso at MRSSLRSS. From NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Stephen Thompson encouraging you to be well and treat yourself to lots of great music.